In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Many of us think of the season of Advent beginning four weeks prior to Christmas. And in our contemporary time, it indeed does begin four weeks prior to Christmas. Four candles on the reef, anticipating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our lectionary, however, historically goes back a few more weeks. And our readings start to take on an Advent character earlier than the wreath comes out. Today, we have readings from Daniel and from some of the apocalyptic sections of Mark. And there are some readings wherever they get to the end and someone says, the good news of our Lord, and we respond, praise to you, Lord Christ, and you wonder, what exactly is the good news I just heard? Or when the end of the reading is the word of the Lord and we say, thanks be to God for a time of suffering like there has never been since nation has been born. Thanks be to God. What we have in Scripture, what we have in the season of Advent coming, what we have in the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, the prophets, the psalm, we have an acknowledgement of reality. The good news of our Lord Jesus Christ does not come to people already okay. It doesn't come to a world that is almost all right. That is the great illusion we have. The great illusion is that somehow, now that we're in the 21st century, we as human beings are somehow so much better than we were 15 centuries ago. My brothers and sisters, we still need a Savior. We still need to take a hold of the love of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We still need to take a hold of the love of God and let that be our driving force. Ever since Jesus spoke about nation rising against nation, famines and disasters, and before he said it, there have been nations rising against nations, wars and rumors of wars. It's been true. Oftentimes people try to look at Holy Scripture as if it is a way of decoding the future. We've all seen billboards around this area that say, I believe it was May 21st, 2013, I think. I can't remember the exact year the world was supposed to have come to an end. But they keep coming up about every other year. And that's all right. The Bible is not meant to be a great code book to be deciphered to find out exactly what's going to happen. The message of the prophet Daniel, the message of our Lord in the the gospel today is do not put your trust in the things we can see. Everything we can see and touch can become unstable. Just ask our property committee about the floor. It is a beautiful building but we've got to repair the floor. It's a beautiful building, but there are certain places in the balcony that you might get a shower of plaster if you decide to walk by at the wrong time. Even a building as beautiful as this that has stood and endured for generations 
like the temple of Israel did, at one point was cast down. This world, this life, is temporal. And sometimes we think, surely I can put my trust in something that seems as solid as stone. But even a river can wear down stone over time. Our trust must be in our God. Our trust must be in Jesus Christ who gave everything for us. There is but one hope for a broken world. There is but one hope to bring the peoples and the nations of the world under one banner, and that is of the Prince of Peace. We have seen horrible events in the past week, and not just in Paris. Seen them, I believe, in Beirut, continuing in Baghdad, continuing in Syria, we've seen some pretty awful things. And it should be enough for us to realize that we cannot save ourselves. We're not somehow going to improve humanity to the point where without the help of God it will get better. We can't pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. I love this image because it doesn't work. You ever tried it? You ever tried to pull yourself up by your bootstraps? It's impossible. It physically can't be done. What we do in such times, the message of Advent, the message of the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of the hope of the prophets is to endure, to look forward, to look for the rescue and salvation of God, which is surely coming. To look for God's hand at work. To ask where we can do God's work and not be disheartened when we don't see everything made right immediately at our efforts. Because the only eye that is large enough, the only sight that is far enough, is that of God. The only one who can see how your ministry, how my ministry, how our work together can make the world the place that God wishes to see it, is God himself. We live in a time that is between the promise and its ultimate fulfillment. We live in a time before the announcing, sorry, and now I'm between the announcing of the kingdom of God and its ultimate fulfillment. For I do believe that Christ will return. This is not an older thought of the church. We still look for our Lord's return. We still look for the coming of Christ Jesus. But in the meantime, in the meantime, he has charged our hands with being the ones that heal, our voice with the one that speaks reconciliation, our hearts being the ones that love and embrace, our spirits being the ones that join with others in prayer for all those who grieve and all those who are in sorrow. We 
are called to be people of hope in a world of nightmares. We are called to be people who proclaim the dream of God in a world that needs to wake up. For there is hope. Though all things on earth may be cast down in Christ, and very really through our work empowered by Christ, all shall be made alive. Let us hope and be people of hope. Amen.